G'day everyone, I'm David Boyer. Welcome back to the CA Catalyst podcast, Shaping the Practice of Tomorrow. This is the final episode in this series, and so here I wanted to do something special. Throughout this series, we've explained how and why you should rise up the value chain, outlined what technology automation can mean for your practice and your clients. We've helped you find the growth mindset needed to activate change and perhaps most significantly, use the experiences of real chartered accountants to validate why these ideas are important. For this final episode, I want to focus on something that I think makes chartered accountants stand together, community. Because for all the change we have spoken about, you are not alone. As a chartered accountant, we share experiences. We have a collective memory of how arduous our studies were, and that acts as a baseline to bind us together. Our work plays out in a similar fashion, and we share war stories together because we know it's a fellow CA who will understand. In this episode, we're going to explore where your community is and how to be a part of it. Joining us is Lee Whitney, the Group Executive of Account Management and Strategic Planning at Chartered Accountants Australia and New Zealand. I've gotten to know Lee through the Catalyst journey, and I must say how proud I am to have an executive who cares so much about what we as members need. We'll then hear the story of Lance Rubin, a South African immigrant who used his CA to find his place in his new home, Australia, and to overcome his own conflicts between getting value as a CA and finding his tribe. To me, CA Catalyst is about being a place to go for direction and support. So to get started, I asked Lee, what is CA Catalyst? Catalyst is ultimately all about enabling and supporting members to take advantage of changes in technology, changes in new business models, and, and really use them to their benefit as opposed to maybe you know seeing them as something that's going to threaten their future. And that can take many, many forms. Um, and really, ultimately, what we're trying to do is to help members to firstly um, grow their businesses, to help them improve the efficiency of their businesses, but also to actually position chartered accountants in the broader community as people that add value and ultimately raise the, the value of the brand and help our members um, succeed in their careers and help their clients. Many accountants will probably get... L- defences up and saying, mm. but I do add value right now, yeah. why do I need to change? And we talk a lot on this series about moving up the value chain. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. What does that mean? Well, I, I mean, I think, you know, we're, we're clearly, for me, you know, at, at a bit of a tipping point in terms of the way technology is impacting the profession at the moment in a way that, you know, we haven't been in the past and, you know, all forms of businesses are being disrupted and, you know, the accounting profession is no exception to that. Um, but it also creates enormous opportunity. And, and I think it does enable opportunities for chartered accountants to move up the value chain. And by that, I mean, you know, not moving away from the things that they've done in the past and not moving away maybe from some of the sort of compliance-based activities that have been done. That, that's still always going to be something that's important to the profession and, and that, that chartered accountants can continue to be successful and add value in. But I think technology also allows... Um, CAs to get closer to their client, um, to integrate more with what their clients are doing and move into providing other valuable services in the advisory space you know, and other areas that, that, that allow them to become a true partner um, to all of their clients uh, in a range of different ways that haven't necessarily been possible in the past. Let's go into Catalyst yep. itself. How does a member engage with CA Catalyst? 
Um, so there are a whole range of ways that we're hoping to drive more and more engagement through Catalyst. Um, to start with, um, we, we've started a range of partnerships with, with startup communities across Australia and New Zealand. So be that through um, Stone and Chalk and Fishburners and the Ice House. Um, and, and, and through those relationships, um, we're hosting and putting on a number of events and workshops that members can engage with. Uh, really importantly, though, I think is the MyCA online community. And uh, the, the, the Catalyst community within MyCA is the most vibrant community within that entire platform. It is. I've participated in a few conversations Excellent. in there. Excellent. Good to hear. Um, but, but what I really love about the, 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 MyCA, um, the MyCA platform is that we're actually seeing members starting to help other members, which was the exact intent of that initiative. Um, asking questions, receiving answers, helping solve each other's problems. And, and I think, you know, the MyCA community becomes a great opportunity for people to engage with Catalyst as well and for Catalyst to also support that community. There are a lot of programs that Catalyst are running. There's workshops, there's uh, road shows. Yep. There, can you talk us through some of those things? For sure. Um, so I, I think the immersion opportunities that, that have been created within a lot of the startup communities are, are adding tremendous value. Um, we, we see constant demand over subscription for those services and and it really allows CAs to get into those environments and understand what's going on in the tech space and in the startup space at the same time be able to support those organizations that are in there and create value for them by bringing some of their expertise and intellectual property to help those businesses become more sustainable so it's I think a truly symbiotic um, relationship. Um, the feedback we've had from members about what they've learned in that space has been tremendous. The feedback that the startup community have provided to us about how our members are adding value is also superb. Spinning off that, we've created a lot of opportunities for masterclasses and workshops that our members um, have have um, supported and the startups have really, um, really embraced. Um, but also outside of that, we're working through a lot of workshops now. Not everyone likes jumping online and asking questions in a private environment. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, in a public environment. Um, can we just call up the CA and, and get help? Yeah, well, look, I mean, we, we've, got, um, we've also got the, the ability through the Catalyst community to pose questions that we can answer in a private way as well. Um, I, I, I do think um, asking other members for support is a, is a really, really positive thing. And certainly I've seen a, a real enthusiasm from members to help support each other. But, but obviously, um, you know, some people may feel uncomfortable with that in the first instance. And so if we can support that through a private conversation, then we'd be happy to do so. Let's talk a little bit about facing the future head mm. on. And one of the, the topics that we believe is a necessary, let's, it's called a soft skill, but it is quite challenging to master yeah. to help with that is the growth mindset. Yeah. Earlier we were chatting and you said that you're not an expert in growth mindset, but you sort of practice it. What does it mean to you? Well, I mean, I think, you know, growth mindset for me is about um, a positive focus. It, it's, it, it's about focusing on the solution and the outcome and, and not focusing on the challenges. It's about um, embracing learning. And uh, it's about recognizing that, um, you know, we all continue to learn and we have to continue to learn. And we can't be experts at everything, um, but not to 
you know, beat ourselves up about it, but actually to remain positive and focus on a goal um, and, and, and actually embrace some of the challenges that come along through that. You've facilitated a lot of um, member feedback forums mm. in the development of CA Catalyst. What's the most unusual comment you've received? Oh, that's <laughs> that, that's a good question. I, I, I've, I've got to say, probably I've been surprised generally at the breadth of members that have come along to particularly a lot of our round-the-corner events here in Sydney. Um, the the ranging from the very young to the the the, the senior ages um, ranging from people that um, are there just because they have a general interest through people that are looking to get involved in potentially mentoring um, startups through people that are looking for um, opportunities to deploy technology in their business and others that are also um, looking potentially to invest in startups as well so I, I think for me rather than sort of one key comment that's come out I've just been blown away by the, the the diversity and the breadth of people that wanted to get involved and the reasons that they want to get involved there are many accountants out there who had an idea of what their career would look like and if they're out in commerce then the redundancy came yeah or if they're out in practice then oh my firm isn't worth what I thought it would be worth how important is embracing technology and change to overcoming a career hurdle or an exit hurdle like that yeah, I, I think it's crucial. Um, the pace of change generally in business, in the economy, in the world today is so rapid that if you don't continue to learn, you, you risk getting le- left behind, frankly. And, um, you know, jobs don't necessarily change overnight but the world around you changes enormously. So, you know, keeping on top of new skills, whether it's technology or, as you said earlier, David, soft skills in a way and, 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 and new ways of working, I, I think is incredibly important. Um, I, I, a lot of jobs that exist today will not exist in a number of years' time, but what will exist is a whole range of jobs that don't exist today. And so, you know, if you're thinking about how you future-proof yourself as an individual, um, learning new skills is entirely, it's completely crucial um, f- from my perspective. Lee, is there any message you want to, to share with the member base uh, who are sitting there and saying, I've heard about this stuff, but I just don't know what to do next? Yeah, I, I think get online, get onto MyCA, join up the Catalyst community. You know, everything we do gets promoted through the community. There will be certain things um, that are exclusively available to members that participate in that community. And, and, and also it just gives you, um, as well as the things that we're doing through CA Catalyst, it, it gives you access to a group of people that can refer you into other great opportunities that exist on similar topics that may be things that we're not supporting. And so um, CA Catalyst can't do everything. Um, we hope it'll be a great foundation for a lot of our members in terms of learning about new technologies and the likes. Um, but the network that you can create through participating in the community, I think, is even more valuable. Members, I implore you to get involved because there is no way that this organisation, who at times we like to criticise in our private tax groups and amongst our peers, knows how to respond if we don't let them know. And we've got a direct channel here. Uh, so get online and get involved. Lee, thank you very much for coming on. Thank you, David. There's a phrase that's emerged since the boom of mobile phones and the always-on culture that it's enabled. We've never been more connected and we've never been more alone. 
The ability to access information is there, but the ability to discuss it and learn with peers is one of those isolating events. So it's refreshing to hear Lee's final comments. The network you can create through the community can be invaluable. I could not agree more. Lance Rubin is someone who's found his tribe through the CA Catalyst program. In fact, Lance was so desperate to find a place for him and his approach to being an accountant, he ended up distancing himself from the CA community before finding that what he needed was now here. I spoke to Lance whilst he was in New Zealand on the final day of the Data Analytics and Data Visualization Workshop, a workshop series that was absolutely packed and more than 750 accountants were able to attend. Lance Rubin, thanks for joining us on the CA Catalyst podcast. Thanks, David. Uh, thanks for having me. Now, Lance, you, you're a really interesting guy. You've been very involved in CA Catalyst, and you're currently in New Zealand on the Data Analytics and Data Visualization Roadshow. How's that going? Yeah, it's been, it's been awesome, David. I've done nine cities. We're now finished, actually, so you've got me right at the end, which is probably the best, the best time to get me um, in terms of all the insight that we've gained through the workshops I reckon we've been in front of about 750 accountants across five cities in, in Australia and four in New Zealand. Very interesting conversations with accountants, um, and, and it's great to see that they're all very keen. We were sold out in, in many of the, the, um, the, the, the cities, and that's sort of unheard of almost unprecedented in, in, in CA's history. One of the things that you've experienced is the community that's being built around CA Catalyst. Um, but I want to start your journey to being a chartered accountant. Uh, listeners will no doubt pick up the South African accent. You Did you do your CA uh, with the South African Institute to begin with? That's right. So I um, I, I finished, um, I did my articles with PricewaterhouseCoopers in Johannesburg um, and in... No, I, I wrote the board exam, which was actually the last time you could write the board exam in one sitting. So we did five hours on the Thursday and Friday, which was um, accounting and tax. And then we wrote a five-hour exam on the Monday, which was auditing. So um, on behalf of all the CA students, thank you for CA for changing that process because that sounds grueling. Uh, it, it, I mean, the, the pass rate wasn't high. It was intense, you, you know. Five hours one day, you know, go back the next day for another grilling of five hours. Uh, you had one type of, obviously, everything paper, you know, no computers. You had one financial calculator. Um, one of the hardest things to do was build a full financial statements based on a set of transactions and, 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 and a summary opening journals. Um, wow. and, and that was pretty intense. And you knew that if you balanced your balance sheet at the end, you would have passed the exam. So it was really good to, to finish the exam knowing that my balance sheet balanced. And, uh, you know, I still have that today. One of the very interesting things about you is that as you've gone out and started your own business, you moved away from the CA community and, and actually gave up your CA. Yeah, David, I did. Um, I, I was sort of questioning um, the value of, of, of my fees that were going. I mean, I guess when it's some, someone else's money, it's easy to justify anything, really, because it's not your money. So I guess, you know, uh, you know, for a good um, or 17 years, my, and I was a member of, um, you know, CAANZ up until um, a while ago. And, and because, you know, I was, you know, it was being paid by, you know, my employer. Um, but now I became a business owner and I had to really think about, you know, my cost base and I was taking on new staff and, um, you know, the, the fees that I was paying and membership fees that I was paying would actually go to pay someone's salary for a month. So that was a sort of a big 
decision for me and, 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 and a hard one as well because I, I'd got so much value out of you know, becoming an accountant, developing my own career. But a few months after I, I left, I think CA Catalyst was just, just launched. Because I'd been through that own, my own transformation and journey as an accountant to a financial modeler to now uh, you know, an, an analytics um, I wouldn't call myself an analytics expert, but certainly fluent in analytics that I can talk and use BI tools and, and, and explain how, how they add value in decision making. But, um, you know, I've had to do that transformation on my own. So, so you know, I guess, you know, that's something which I was sort of looking the CA to, to do. So now that they've done that, it's a different, it's almost a different organization to a large degree. One of the... Um one of the things that I've always found struggling is that the being alone sucks. Being alone is not a nice place to be. And in fact, a lot of the people who have been on the CA Catalyst podcast are people who I've spoken to have been a part of my journey along my way to, to sort of developing who I am as an accountant. But do you think that there is a better way for people to solve that problem that, that doesn't become as dramatic as giving up their CA? It's a great question, David, and, and I guess uh, I've been pondering about that, that sort of, um, you know, belonging to, to a group or a tribe. And I, let's take it back a sec when, I'm, when I immigrated, right? I, I left a country, I left my parents, I left my cousins, I left friends in a country to, 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 to immigrate. And so one could say, yes, I gave up on South Africa. But, um, um, you know, when I arrived, you know, one of the first things, and it's, I think it's a, a real bad thing to do, is South Africans tend to then start to congregate with other South Africans. So you sort of try to get back that tribe and that, and that, and that, that those connections. But I actually realized pretty early on that that was actually a really bad thing to do because then I wouldn't actually um, be part of a group that actually would bring me forward. And I think so. So when you, when you bandy together with a group of people that you think are similar to you, um, in actual fact, they're not. It can actually be quite damaging. And so I think that's 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 the point of um, you know making sure you belong to a group that's actually supportive and that adds value both ways, as opposed to you know when I used to catch up with South Africans, it was always complaining, oh back in South Africa this is what we used to have, and I found that very um, draining for me because I was sort of beyond that. I'm like, well if if you feel that way, go back to South Africa. I'm in Australia. Let's talk about Australian things and let's talk about you know the great cricket team we have or the not so great cricket team or the great rugby team or the not so great rugby team we've got you know let's talk about that stuff not not everything else that used to be so i guess it sort of relates as well to to that i didn't have that community feeling um with the ca similar you know back you know there, there were times in my career i did particularly early on in my career when when i worked in um in a big four accounting firm um you know ultimately i did feel part of that community and and sort of felt that I'd lost that community feel. I felt like I was a bit of an outcast because I'd sort of walked away from the traditional definition of what an accountant is. But now that that definition is being sort of tilted on its head, and you, if, you know, for those that have seen Sunny's presentation, where he talks the the, the change in paradigm and turning the, the 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 triangle on its head in terms of value creation and what accountants are doing, now suddenly I'm I'm sort of not the odd one out. I'm actually you know the special kid in the room. So. Um, it, it's sort of now I feel much more part of the the, the, tr the tribe and the group because everyone's starting to talk the same language and think the same way that sort of I've been thinking as a, a as an ex investment banker for a long time around what accounting and finance should be doing as a I was a finance business partner 
at, at, at the NAB. And, and, and I used to say to people, you know, to add value in decision making, you've really got to embrace the skill of financial modeling. And of course, no one got trained in that. And it's not just about Excel, it's about a whole range of other things. So the key thing is really finding a tribe that you feel supported with, I think is, is the critical aspect. And that could be, you know, an accounting body, it could be, you know, a group of friends. And, and I think that's, that's how it's shifted for me. And I feel that, that, that the CA has really changed itself. And I felt more part of the community as a result. What do you think being some of the main benefits of being part of a tribe are? Support. I think just a sounding board. I mean, David, you and I have you know been working together for, for, for a number of years now already. And even the relationship that we've had in terms of bouncing off ideas and, and, and working together and, and, you know, it's, it's, no one's got the answer for this stuff, right? It, it's, we're all discovering it. We're all working out ways to, to be better. Um, and we make mistakes and we have to apologize and we have to get other people's opinions of what we do because sometimes, you know, do, did we do the right thing or the wrong thing? And, and, you know, I'm the first one to say, you know, I'm not perfect. I don't think anyone is, but the point of actually being supported during those difficult times and those difficult decisions is is what really adds value to a tribe. So, you know, being able to share ideas, you know, I'm you know, in these workshops I've learned a lot about accountants, about myself. So I think in in all of these workshops I've I've learned a lot more about myself as well as um and that's and 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 I've really felt part of this this community, but also just the way the conversations and the things that I'm listening to about the CA Catalyst have been um, you know, have been great. What do you think the best way is for members out there to get involved and, and to build their tribe? Well, if, if I can't rattle that off quickly after being in nine workshops, David, there's a problem. So um, my CA is, is, <laughs> is, a, is a great portal, um, I guess, to, to have conversations. Um, there's also opportunities to discuss, um, uh, you know, in, in groups and workshops like this, um, ways to I think there's some startup hubs and um, Fishburner, Stone and Chalk, um, uh, you know, is really a great way for CAs to get involved with the startup community. You know, when I left NAB, I joined Banjo as their CFO and, and you know, the, the learning curve for me during that startup, being a CFO of a startup, was was the, probably the biggest learning curve I've had in my entire career because it's all about cash flow in a startup. You know, it's all about how do you do things uh, quicker, cheaper, um, you know, with less time and less money. And so, you know, in large corporate, you send, you tend to sort of get a bit relaxed to a certain degree and you get told you've got to do more with less, but, but then in a startup, you actually have to do it. You've got no option. So I think, um, the opportunity to be part of that startup community is, is, is great. Um, and, uh, you know, just, just leveraging some of the, the aspects that, that the CA Catalyst are bringing, bringing out is, is, is definitely, a, um, I think, you know, some of the discussion groups on my CA is, is great. Lance Rubin, do you have a final message for any of the listeners out there? Well, look, David, I'm, um, you know, I'm re-registering myself as a, as a CA not for no other reason other than I actually see that there's huge amounts of value that I can get back um, from, from the CA now, feel part of the tribe, feel part of the community, and also... Um, you know, help them on their journey as I've been helped by the CA um, through my own journey. So earlier on in my career, you know, I, I was helped through, um, you know, whether it's role or applying for roles or, or promotions. You know, when you're a CA, you, you definitely command a sort of um, level of uh, respect from others. And uh, I feel that, 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 that that's, you know, worth something. Um, and so therefore, it's, it's definitely part of 
you know, coming back and, and um, it's, it's an exciting journey. 2020 is going to be an amazing year. We're going to do some great stuff, um, you know, with the CA Catalyst and, and, and ultimately, you know, really help accountants uh, change because it's, it's, it's pretty daunting, the sort of tech that's out there, but uh, equally um, a great place. Well, dear listeners, we're coming to the end of the series. I thank you so much for the time you've put in to listen to the stories here, and I can't wait to hear what you do with them. I'm serious. Just reach out to me on the My CA Catalyst community. I'd love to hear what you're up to. CA Catalyst is 100% about members, but CA itself is made up of real people. And as a member, I want to say to the leadership group who have been on this show, CEO Rick Ellison, Lee Whitney on this episode, to the Catalyst team, Jeremy Rowe and Sonny Sarabas, and the CA crew in New Zealand who welcomed me and showed me around, to the wider CA organisation who have gotten behind the Catalyst agenda, thank you. This is an important program and it's great to be a part of it. If you want to find out more about any of the topics of this show, you guessed it, head to the My CA portal and jump on the CA Catalyst community. I'm David Boyer. And I hope I've helped you shape your practice of tomorrow.